It is not an episode of Stuttering is Cool without the sounds and noises of my backyard. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of this is... Sorry, I just skipped <laughs> what I was going to say. Another episode of Stuttering is Cool. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you for listening. Hope you uh, stick around. I have a nice episode that I can't wait to get started. But first, I should introduce myself. My name is Daniela Rossi. You can call me Danny. I'm coming to you from Toronto in Canada. As of recording, it is August the... I even lost track of what day it is. I think it's the 6th. Anyway, um, it's 15 minutes to 10 p.m. And I'm not sure if my microphone is going to be picking up. But, well, you're going to hear the traffic noise. I don't know why these people just don't just go home and sleep so I can record. <laughs> and so you can hear the sounds of the crickets. I'm not sure if the microphone can pick it up. And uh, occasionally you'll hear a plane overhead. And maybe even sounds of distant or distant sounds of trains. And every so often, my kooky neighbor doing Renaults, external Renaults at this hour. It's dark. What is he doing? <laughs> Another little introduction about myself. You're probably wondering, well, if this podcast is called Stuttering is Cool, why am I not stuttering? Because, uh, and I say this every episode, I don't stutter when I speak alone. It's one of those mysterious things about stuttering. On today's episode, I have two things. First is a bit of feedback that I received. that has a funny story <laughs> a few funny stories about a stuttering involving stuttering um, and then after that I have an interview with with David Scheinfeld who opened up um, a theater group called Together We Act a theater group for people who stutter adults who stutter and they put on shows And we also get into a bit of chat about the rate of speech and how it gives off the impression of confidence. So, going to be a good episode today, as per always, of course. <laughs> this is Stuttering is Cool. Um, first of all, uh, I'd like to say uh, kudos. You have managed to put together a quite brilliant website and uh, very interesting podcasts. And um, uh, I, I must say, I'm quite impressed. Uh, it's it's a monumental work, and and you you deserve all the credit that you get. Um, one of the things I did want to, I guess, uh, relay is that for me, one of the most helpful things that happened very recently, I might add is uh, having a friend who also stammers. It, it, it's kind of b- bizarre the kind of th- things that people get get into when you have a friend like that. But 
I think when you're together, at first it's a little bit weird because uh, for all they're doing what you're, you, you are afraid of doing. Um, but then it sort of becomes funny and you sort of get some camaraderie, I suppose, in your day-to-day uh, -day trials. Um, I recently um, met up with somebody that I've been speaking to on Skype for ages now and we um, we visited with each other well he visited me and it was it was a it was it had some really funny moments but one of the things I remember was we went to buy a car I had my car stolen and so we went to buy a, a, um, a new car and it was a stick shift and he decided that he was going to test drive it and you know I went along with it um, but when we went into the sales one of the sales uh, people's office uh, naturally they started to speak to him and not to me because sales car salesmen for some reason all, all, only speak to the men uh, totally sexist but anyway um, so they started speaking to him and asked him his name and he for whatever reason couldn't say it and blocked really bad and so the <laughs> The um, salesperson turned around and uh, and decided that he was going to ask me to introduce the both of us, and then I blocked really, um, really badly, probably the worst I've ever blocked in in maybe a year. And um, then we looked at each other, and if that had happened to me on my own, oh my God, I'd have been so embarrassed. And uh, the fact that he was there, and the fact that it happened to both of us, and the fact that for the first time, I think we were the majority in the room we just started laughing and it ended up being one of the funniest speech incidents that I've ever had um, I've never considered it to be uh, and afterward I didn't have that sort of pit in my feel in my stomach feeling that I usually have when something like that happens when I'm on my own and I just thought to myself it would be absolutely wonderful to have and I think this is sort of part of the whole support group thing but um, you know in a support group you're trying to solve the uh, a problem with just having a friend you just sort of accept and understand each other and uh, you just live your life you know as best as as you can and it's funny because you're not I mean you're really not alone and it's just something that I never thought the reason I think I'm talking about it and the reason it was so um, in, I guess sort of game-changing for me was I've never really wanted to think of myself that like that I'm a person who's who's stutters I always sort of thought this is just something it's transient I'll outgrow it meanwhile it's been like three decades already um, but I feel like I'm going to outgrow it and this is not who I am and what I, and and having I guess having a friend number one helps you sort of accept that it's a crash course in accepting it but uh, also it helps you to realize that you're not alone and that this is something that you can deal with and it's not that big a deal um, it's just so important I think um, it's been important for me to have that friend I've Preferably somebody that you don't talk with in, a, you know, you don't speak with in a 
isolated environment like Google Plus or, or, or Skype, but somebody with whom you can share, um, you can share those type of experiences with. Um, since then, I've met two other people um, in, you know, in uh, situations, certain situations, and actually. Uh, the other night we went out for dinner together and all three of us were like, the, I think the waitress wanted to kill herself, but it was, it didn't have that negative, for the first time it didn't have that sort of negative stigma that I've always somehow managed to attach to, you know, negative speaking situations or speaking situations in which I didn't do very well. And um, hopefully, you know, that carries on to, to other things so that when I'm doing it on my own, and you know ordering food or or you know buying a car heaven forbid um that when it happens instead of it being a negative thing now i'm creating positive things um and that was something that i wanted to share i suppose with people uh, and i um feel like i've been so long-winded it's almost six minutes so i better stop um thanks very much again and and Good luck with everything, and you have a wonderful website. So grateful for it. Um, all right, I'm out. Peace. Oh, how I yearn for some peace and quiet around here. <laughs> well, thank you for that wonderful feedback. I, I, w- I would have loved to have been the fly on the wall <laughs> at that moment in the dealership. When you, when you and your friend both stutter and you both look at each other and laugh. <laughs> See, there are lots of good times and good things that stuttering provides. My name is David Scheinfield. I am 21 years old, just about to finish undergraduate school. I'm, I am getting, getting married in about two weeks. And I guess you want to know what I do? Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, so I actually, this year, I created a theater company for adults who, who stutter. I actually had the idea because in college I was into plays. How I got the roles, I, I, I don't really know. <laughs> but, and after all the rehearsing and the line learning, when I got up, on stage for the 12 performances, six for each play, I actually didn't stutter at all. Wow, so I, what? Oh. Yeah. Did you know that you don't stutter on stage? Or like, is this, like, do you think you don't stutter or you know you don't stutter for a fact well, on stage? Or? Well, I, well, I asked people and they said that I didn't. Um, I didn't know that I wouldn't. I had only known that there were actors who used to, to mm. Stutter. I didn't quite know uh, about all of it, but I was quite surprised. Um, you know, I obviously had some thought that I wouldn't, because I don't think I I would have gone up there thinking that I am for sure going to stutter. That just would have been absurd mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you audition? Well. One, because I'd been researching about all of these actors who had such success and who 
who stuttered. The first one, actually, that I became obsessed with was Nicholas Brendan, who played Xander in Buffy the Vampire's Slayer. And so I thought, you know, I could really do it. I always wanted to act. My older brother, oh. who's not stutter, had acted. And I thought, you know, it's not as easy, but I'll go and do it. I do have some technique that I can use, which enables me to never stutter at all. And oh. I thought, and I thought I would, I would probably employ that during the play, and I would be fine. Now I didn't, <laughs> and thankfully I also didn't stutter. Okay, now that you picked. You piqued the interest of a number of stutterers that probably want their stuttering to go away. What is this technique <laughs> that makes you never stutter? <laughs> oh, so, okay. Um, so I actually <laughs> once went to this man, uh, this old Jew Jewish man in Lakewood, New Jersey, who had actually cured himself of stutter. <laughs> well, okay. so What's let me explain. <laughs> you you really... entered the controversy zone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And to really demonstrate how it works, I will use these techniques while I explain the techniques. Oh, okay. So he has these, well, he calls them parameters. I can't remember if there are four or five, but I'll say them as they, as they come to mind. <laughs> yeah. One is obviously speak slowly. Because people who stutter talk really fast <laughs> when they don't Guilty. <laughs> have the luxury of doing so. Yeah. Um, another is take breaks, certain breaks in between words so that you have time to do the third thing, which is always know the words you are going to say before you say them. Okay. The fourth is never speak on inhaled breath. Always That's true. On exhaled breath. Yeah, that is the true. Yeah. And the fifth, which is what makes this work, and I'll explain more after I say the fifth <laughs> method, but it's the toughest. Is if you feel you are going to stutter, if because as far as I know, we all know when there's a word we are going to block on even before we say it. So when you get that sensation, don't talk. Wait, <laughs> that's funny. Oh. Sorry. That's, you know, no, it's just, just, just funny. <laughs> just don't talk. <laughs> well, so it's, so it's actually really interesting. That is really an initial training period because he says – you should always use this. This isn't a technique to use only when you need it. This is something you should always speak with, no matter what. So it's a new way of speaking. It's not really a cure, because cure to me means you no longer have to think about talking. You know, you know, like you, it's totally eliminated, gone. Starting, right. Yeah, like, like right. you don't so, have that. Yeah. Right. So here's why he would have called this a cure. Mm. Because the way he explained it, which I did experience for a bit, but I didn't do it long enough, <laughs> is if you do it, you only speak like this for a significant amount of time. Because it's not something that you go in and out of, 
you train yourself to only ah. this way. Ah, so it's a new habit. Right. And it becomes automatic. And because this way has not stutter, it, there isn't really any cognitive effort. Okay, I see. So that takes a lot of practice. So it's yeah. a slow, slow process. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just so, so it's just like a sport. Right. Perfecting. And there is sport. something else to it, mm. which is it's really a more generous way of talking anyway. True. Because yeah, yeah. if you really value what you have to say and you want others to mm. hear it then you should make sure that it comes across slowly to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I I think people have in general have lost the art of conversation like a prop having a proper rate of speech. I lost it totally. I just speak way too fast cuz I'm <laughs> too impatient and yeah, I find yeah that I don't that I'm too impatient <laughs> to exhale, which is pretty sad. But uh but sorry, we kind of derailed the conversation. We no, kind of went off topic. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm actually glad that I got yeah. to share that with you. Yeah. So what made you stop? I guess life got in the way or like, well, like yeah, or, or, or got out, out of practice. Right. So for me, something that I realized being at the conference in St. Petersburg yeah. is many people there know how to not stutter but for me when i spoke this way it seemed more unnatural than yeah. when i stuttered mm. in fact i i actually blame it on this one kid <laughs> i was doing it in sixth grade and i was doing it so well and and i thought nobody noticed that i was talking really slowly and taking all of these breaks and it was just really natural, and it sounded good. And then I'm in detention with this one guy, mm -hmm. and he obviously knew me, but he turns to me, and he goes, yo, dude, why are you talking so slowly? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're just waking up a memory, long, distant memory. He probably, he, way before you were born. Ooh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> That was that was that was a similar therapy that I had, and I I was just too impatient to do it, like the whole right. speaking slow because I get excited when I yeah. you know am with the people. Right. So you know, good for for you you for being able to keep at it. Like ob like obviously you're a patient pers person. <laughs> Let me though tell you something really amazing that I found about this technique. I also have Tourette's. Really? So when I'm like really worked up, you know, I blink and I twitch and I sometimes make noises. Oh. But I found when I am speaking like this, it really calms me down to a point where I don't have any of my ticks. Oh, wow. I don't know if you know that tick is the word for one of the twitches or the noises one might make. Yeah, I know nothing about Tourette's. So okay. I'm a blank slate, so I... Okay, great. Know, yeah, but, so I'm taking so your I'll word for it. She tell you anything and you will believe it. Yes. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> if you want to sell me some swampland in Florida, I'm all for it. <laughs> You know what that 
you do raise a good point. Speaking slowly does it does it does calm you down. You know, I never thought of that. And that would be perfect in a job interview setting, for yeah. example. It also has people respect you much more because they get the That's sense true. that you really have something important to say. I was once demonstrating the technique for someone tell in like some sort of interview for a newspaper mm. telling them how I thought it sounded really weird and they go, you know, actually you sound really powerful. And I had never heard it that way, but I can see how someone who really, first of all, you never go um or like or uh, because you always know what you are going to say. That's true. And I'm, and I'm starting to think of the typical, you know, the typical uh, President Obama speech. He speaks that way. And that's yeah. a typical Toastmasters way of speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I never knew having you on my show will offer so many different you know, techniques and such for my listeners. This is great. Well, I am thrilled <laughs> that I could offer so much. Well, we should probably go back to talking about your business venture, this theater group. Sure. What's the name of the group? Together We Act. Ah, and how long have you been in business? Do you have a show on? Do you, so, do you yourself act in it? I asked you three so, questions in succession. Right. Let me answer the first one first. We were incorporated late January, early February. Then we started acting classes from February to around April. And then at the end of April, we had three actors who wanted to be in a play. So we started rehearsals with a director for Bachelor Holiday, which is a one-act play by the playwright Alan Ball. In case you aren't familiar with him, he wrote Six Feet Under, he wrote American okay. Beauty, he wrote, he actually writes True Blood. So we did that play June 24th. It was an amazing experience. Well, first of all, the actors didn't stutter. Wow. Stage. In fact, the only one who did kind of was the one who I could tell didn't perfectly know his lines. <laughs> so, you know, that kind of served him right. <laughs> do you think your audience felt a bit disappointed that nobody, like, do they know that this is a, this is a troop of stutterers? Right. Okay. So that's actually really funny. So, <laughs> so no one had met them before the play. And I didn't know if it was going to work. So I was kind of nervous and it did. And I was like, great. But then I was like, uh-oh, what if they think we're like frauds here? So we oh. actually had a question and answer session afterwards where they got a chance to stutter all they wanted. And in fact, one person asked, you know, throughout the play, I was trying to figure out which one was the stutterer. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> stutterer or not. <laughs> Right. I mean, they all were. But... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. What's the next? Uh, when's the next perform performance? Well, we are in the works in getting another acting class started in New York. It should be from like mid September to like 
November, and then we'll rehearse and have a performance in February, something like that. In the meantime, I am starting a chapter in Philadelphia because I just moved back here. An NSA chapter or a oh a together we together we already there. forget the name. Sorry, <laughs> I'm bad with names. No, that's fine. What is what is my name? <laughs> just... It says right here, David Shinefield. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, no. Um, shoot, I just had a question. It was had I forgot it. Oh well, uh, it will come back to 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 me. Um, oh right, yeah, the yeah. What do you mean by acting class? So because we generally so the philosophy is to take people who who stutter who have always wanted to act but who never went anywhere near it oh so it's uh, an acting class okay right. i thought maybe it was a term a total <laughs> introduction to acting so that they have some preparation for when they go into the rehearsing oh that's cool that's that's a very cool I don't remember my second question that I asked you on my third. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> think I answered. Oh, well, I answered two of them. I didn't answer if I act. I don't. Oh, yeah. I didn't act in the first one because I wanted to make sure that it went well. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I got kind of awkward when it came to people acknowledging me for the work. You know, that's something I have to kind of work on. Oh, Probably yeah. a false like that. Sort of pride. Mm. But... You're doing good work. Right. Just just accept it. <laughs> You're doing good no, work. No, no, don't make it. <laughs> it's terrible, no. <laughs> Why'd you say it? No, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll take that out of the final edit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to share about this? Well, this, if you uh, know anyone in New York or in Philadelphia who stutters who would love to act, please send them my way. Great. And Did you? Oh, everyone sorry. who may be li li listening to this, we really want you all to know that if you want to act, it is so there for you to be doing. Awesome. Is there a website? Yes, can, it's yeah. actually www.togetherweact.com. We are also on Facebook, so make sure to like us and then share it with all of your friends. And we're going to make a difference. Great. I'll definitely have those two links in the show notes for this episode. Thank you for coming on, David. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And that was my interview slash chat with David Scheinfield. I'm going to have the links in the show notes as per always. Uh, links with um, well, links to uh, Together React, of course. <laughs> and that was a fun interview. One of my fun, one of my most fun inter inter interviews that I've had. I really enjoyed myself. Thank you, David. If you're listening, <laughs> um, thank you for coming on to my show. And I want to hear from you. You can leave feedback by going to stutteringschool.com and look on the right side of the site and you'll see a send voicemail graphic. Click on it and you can use your computer microphone to leave voicemail. Alternatively, uh, the, so, sorry, uh, the voicemail uh, will be emailed to me and then I'll play it on my next episode. 
Alternatively, you can record a sound file with your feedback. You can email it at coolstutter at gmail.com. Any sound file will do. And I look forward to hearing and playing your feedback. So until next time, may your stuttering always be with laughs and with confidence. Ciao.